Alright, here we go. After Party 49. We're going to talk about sessions 147. I believe we are done here. 148. Change is a goody thing. I had to say the E because that's. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> I was like, wait, did I misspell it? <laughs> <laughs> and 149. All Aspara's a stage. Well, we, we got to talk about them. I believe we're done here. That could have been all kinds of episodes. What are you referencing? <laughs> Those, that was a direct quote from Shakara near the end of this episode. <laughs> uh, that was a good one. I was done with Igna. Igna was done. <laughs> Shakara, Shakara is, is fearsome, man. <laughs> I like it, but it's scary. Well, I mean, he was going to try and kill me. Yeah. Do I believe that Isabella sent him? Not fully. I don't also believe that she didn't not send him. Okay. Made sense in my brain. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think you were out for blood since the Oring. Can't let yeah. him go. When somebody says, I'm here to kill you, do you just say, okay, bye, see you later? Yeah, yeah, he did say, like, I've been told to kill you. And then when you attacked him, he tried to flee, not attack back. It was weird. I don't know. Because he knew he couldn't take me. Yeah. A little weakling. Yeah. Didn't have the, what's the word? The chutzpah to go toe-to-toe with Shakara. The armor. Or the power or the strength or... Testicle fortitude, we call it. Yeah. <laughs> the cajones, Cojones. as they say. Oh, yeah. See, we said the same word, but you said it your stupid way. <laughs> <laughs> Are we all glad he's dead? That's the important thing. Uh, yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There's no love lost there, I don't think. That was a, a hanging thing that we needed to get rid of. There's a, a skin tag? Ignore yeah, there's, skin there's a lot of other skin tags in a spar that need to go too, but we'll just hit them off one at a time. We'll lance them one at a time. <laughs> yeah, some of them are some of them are bigger than others. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are probably pustules if we dig oh, deep. Can enough. we oh, change okay. the tag? <laughs> I draw the line of pus, sorry. Okay, okay. That's fair. <laughs> So session 40, 149, I was just looking, and that is only the second good pun title, whatever you want to call uh-huh. it. Oh, really? The, the first one yeah. is Good Enough Party, right? It is the very first session. Session one was Good Enough Party. Mm. Wow. How I you applaud resisted? your restraint. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I thought there would be more. <laughs> I thought there would be a lot more. <laughs> I did, too. <laughs> So what was the first? What was the first episode? What happened there? Well, we started in a bar, right? And then is that where, where did we, we met start? We met in Yeah. Can make a podcast out of that. <laughs> yeah, nice. that's a pretty good title. Yeah, did we, did we start in the tickly? That's I'm I'm know where it ended. I'm trying to remember where it started. The fireball. Listen, like one forty seven was Shakar's transformation and everything. Right? No, 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 no. So one forty seven. Um, yes, you you went back into the tickly. Basically, you're waiting for Igna to show up, right? Yeah, and you, we met we met your new followers of Thor. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. How could you forget the people that we instantly recognized? Let's, all should of us. Should we should we give them a peek behind the curtain here to that interaction <laughs> because. What in the after party? No. Leland, Leland rattles off their names. And I'm like, oh crap! I don't remember any of these people. We recorded that scene at least twice. And, yeah. And yeah, we did. Uh, we did take like a second go at it. Yeah. Leland had a lot of editing. Other work than these three the name episodes. Silas, I was like, who? 
And then I was like, tower. Then I was like, oh, that was like yesterday. My character should remember that. It's yes. Just, it's Honestly, hard, I had to look okay? back through my notes to, figure, to remember what their names were, too. Because I forgot what their names were, too. And I forget them now. I couldn't even tell you. Uh, Silas. Lance. Oh, I know Silas. Hannigan. Oh, yeah. Lance, Lance and, and Hannigan. Hannigan. And, you know, the skin tags and the Lance. It all comes uh, together. Hey, full circle. <laughs> well, are, are they, after 149, are they all dead? Well, they weren't. No, they, they, uh, they weren't in the ticket. They weren't there. They returned. Uh, they they had left. Right. Other, other ones got killed. So yeah, yeah. I just I okay. moved out all the NPCs I cared about, and then anyone who else <laughs> happened to be in there. And then he dropped a fireball on Falzern. And then dropped a fireball. Wait for Falzern to unload his bag. Yeah. <laughs> did did the others have names that you want to recite now in the after parties? We can sort of you know give them their a moment of silence. A moment the, of silence the full for the townsfolk. Uh, and the, no, pal- the dead paladins. Folk, the paladins, the paladins, because I feel like, you know, they've earned it. Yeah, yeah. There was like uh, Pete and uh, uh, Larry. Uh, what was the other one? They One of them had a weird name. I've only met, I only met them one time. You know, when you meet somebody only a single time, you can always, you can get their face, right? But it's tough to put the face yeah. to the was name. Was there a Greg? A Gregory? There wasn't a Gregory. No, I wouldn't remember. What do you that. mean by you only Stella? Met him was one was there a Leland? Because I've never met one of them in person. <laughs> Not many have. <laughs> so wait, you call it meeting your characters? No, that was that was a bit. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> tough, well, tough crowd. okay. Back on topic. <laughs> Falzerin finally decides to get his little cage in 147. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> but the magic, magic, magic guy was a jerk. He's never upcharged us like that before, has he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Falzerin's oh, yeah. been upcharged more knew, times than I oh, can count. He knew he was desperate to, like... Yes. Anyway, that's not the worst part of the interaction. As one of our loyal listeners pointed out... What would be perhaps another great thing to for Falzern to buy while he's in Magic 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 since he's going to be destroying his bag of holding? Yeah, I thought about that when we got back to the tavern. Well, I didn't. How much money do you have, though? They're expensive. You paid 500 for the one you've got. Uh, Fal- that's that's the going rate. Falzern's got money. But again, where are you getting this money? Well, well that's on me to know. Don't worry about that. Finance. Why we, does we don't ask not you have why money? You Everyone else has money and me doesn't have don't money. Ask religious questions, money questions. When we got money and experience. Like, mine's gone. What? Well, you're the rich one. You can get more. We have are to you earn guys not ours. cutting me We're in? We're lower class. <laughs> are you not cutting me in? You know what? Mia grew up rich and pampered and was yeah. sick yes, of it I did. and wanted to get out and experience the world like the rest of us and now she is you've said before money means nothing yes. to you <laughs> therefore there's no reason this is to a, share this it. is elena reacting like how does bill have 620 gold at least bill has more than 620 oh, oh never mind <laughs> well, not, but, but sorry falls are in not bill I don't know yeah, how much gold we have buried in the backyard somewhere. <laughs> things, things, uh, things have happened here and there. I, I don't like. I'm with you all the time in character. Like what? You haven't been with Falzern all the time. No, you haven't. All right, now you're just giving me trust issues. <laughs> no, it's true though. Falzern has been apart from Mia. This is true. There's, there's been a few off, off mics in the last number of episodes. Well, then don't complain about a five-gold beer. Well, to be, 
That is a bit steep. Thank you. Thank you, Elena. I agree. Uh, (laughs) That's pretty ridiculous. Falzern's never been very well off. (laughs) Falzern's never been very well off, the opposite of Mia. So even when he does have money, he's, he's going to balk at, you know... A ridiculously priced beer. So is Elena viewing this as different than a listener because listeners know more than me or something? Yeah. Because I yeah. okay. Because I'm like, how the frick does he have money? Like it doesn't no, I'm make not sense. Just, to I'm me. not just adding zeros to the end of my character sheet. I have and money. like creating your spell books and all this stuff that costs money. Like <laughs> Elena doesn't know how he's making that money. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, it was okay. long. It was long enough ago where I had to remind both John and Bill that they had this money. <laughs> yes, that's accurate. <laughs> Okay. The ever right. benevolent DM. Broke, broke until the, the DM pocket said, There's some money in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So I, th- part of me, okay. That whole argument was because I thought I yeah, no, no, knew there was, something that I didn't or something. There was some off mic stuff that right. that uh, led to Falls uh, coming into some cash. Well, that's frustrating for me. Mia's pissed off. She do- Mia doesn't have the most money, and now she's yeah, not the best. Mia looking. doesn't have money. Shakara's like taking the stage. Like this is <laughs> this is the real world, sweetheart. You that's why your castle. That's why I believe Mia in character, which could have been me bleeding into this, said something along the lines of like, "Sorry about your tavern," and they're like, "Oh no, without you, like, thank you." And she's like, "You're welcome." Yeah, you were hardcore like fishing for that. Super I, fishing for I, that. I, I was like, all right, I'm going to grab this hook. Sally's going to put this hook in her mouth and let Mia reel her in because she's clearly fishing for this. But again, that's where it is hard to tell. Like, was it me or was it me? I'm sorry. But like, I needed, I needed to be praised. I thought, I mean, I thought it was it was very well done, despite Well enough done was. that you should have said it without any comment. <laughs> it was very enticing. Without <laughs> any prompting. <laughs> Without right, on your way, in the right direction. On your way to magic, 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 falls or not Falzern. <laughs> Alamar complains about Falzern tugging on his cane. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I was like, "What and is it he wasn't talking a euphemism. And it wasn't, I thought it was <laughs> a euphemism. Wasn't legitimately, fun, I was like, fun talk. "I was like, I feel like Leland's trying to make a dirty joke. I don't really get it, and it's not that funny." <laughs> So I just I would never didn't do acknowledge something it. like that. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't. I didn't get it. And then I think was it you, M, who finally pointed out, like, "Hey, I think the something's going on here. Leland's trying to smash you over the head with the fact that <laughs> tug you over the cane yeah. with the fact that uh, he's trying to tug you off." <laughs> now that you have a theory of what exactly, we that, could be and, way off. Right? <laughs> I'll tell you that you're not. You're not way off. <laughs> oh, I mean, you have this working theory. Just like when you actually said the amulet of Kalar on Hannah's chest, and I was like, confirmed, DM narrated. It's in canon now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny that you actually say that, because I'm like, do I narrate this this way? Because I don't want it to be ambiguous that this is the amulet that they've, that they've been given the description for. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to call it. <laughs> because it, cause like it matches the exact description that you know, you, you've all had, and... So, we would have uh, we would have uh, messed it up. We too, sometimes if, need if that. Yes. Pre- appreciated <laughs> to just say what it is is all I'm saying. Well, not everything yeah. needs to be in a fog cloud, right? So yeah, that's, that's it. Would fair. be clear to your character because again, it's part of that that separation between the player and the character, right? There's so many things that gets lost in translation just between those two parties. Let alone having 
it have to come from the DM and then filter through the player and then to the character, right? <laughs> there's already there's already the player character filter. The cane thing was cool though, because I do think we didn't pick up on it like the first two times, maybe or yeah. something. Because we thought he was holding it. <laughs> well, Falzern probably would not have picked up on that either. He just would, what something's going on in his bag, right? He's never done it before. He's never gave us any indication that there would be something like that happen. At least the first, maybe the second time, Falzern would, you know, not know what to think Ignore of it, it. I think. Yeah. Yeah, Alomar's just bitching in his bag like he does all the time. <laughs> But um, but yeah, so so our working theory is that it's it's sort of like our, a, what's the word, uh, divining rod or you know uh, <laughs> an a, allergist a radar. detector. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the closer he gets, the more whatever Alamar feels um, more strongly. So. Well, he also gave us an indication when we were in Magic 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 and Shaft was looking out the window. He saw what he thought was um, Erica. And then we also thought we saw Isabella yes. too, right? Yeah. But I I firmly believe that Shaft would have said, that's just somebody that looks like, there's no way, she's dead, and, yeah. and just blow it off, right? Yeah. But there was indicators there that he was throwing out that something's amiss, and you know somebody can, can make themselves look like somebody else. Well, that that's what I'm, what I've been struggling with is like, okay, we know, or, or we strongly suspect that the Izzy who fireballed us, mostly Falzern, um, is not the real Izzy. Okay, fair enough. So, so maybe that's uh, Salardos. But then, who is Erica? Who is could have been Salardos yeah, also? Exactly. But why? Why be Erica? It, it seems be... weird, doesn't it? Like why? It's very weird. Why would he do that? Just, just to switch between people and. There's no way that that was Isabella because Isabella would not fireball paladins. Yeah, I don't think that adds she up. She needs cultists too much right now. She would not piss him off or risk right. losing yeah, him right I now. I agree on that point. It it would it seems unusual for a thing for uh, Is- Isabella to do unless we're missing a piece of the puzzle. I'll tell you what, if she rolls fireballs like that any time in the future, we're all dead meat. Because that was a 48, yeah. which is really good for a... Of course, you upcast it too, right? Yes. Yeah, it was 10d, 10d6, but still, that's a yeah. really great roll on 10d6. It was, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't want to fight that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not fire resistant anymore, so oh. I don't want to fight it either. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you at least got your cage. Um, yep. and, uh, me and Shigar made the trek out to magic, magic, magic for really no reason. Just mm-hmm. to turn right around and go back. We just needed some exercise. I mean, we stretch moral support. <laughs> I did like though, before the ladies left, uh, the tickly that Shakar was like, yo, Igna, just FYI, like things are cool. Okay. I'm actually with you still trying to play Igna, right? <laughs> and he really, I mean, other than, the fact that I ordered him on the rowboat on the way over, mm. I haven't like I've explained all my actions to him. He should not be as angry as with me as he is. Really, you really you you legitimately think that he wouldn't have any reason other to... than being ordered? Because I mean, the elders escaped, yes, but I had nothing to do with that. I was yeah, in the room all night. But did you have nothing to do with it? Well, that's that's exactly right. Like as far as he's concerned. I know as far as he's concerned, but they're not As far as he knows, I didn't have anything to do with it because I was in the room. I mean, other than I wouldn't let him kill the elders, which goes against what Isabella wanted, and I wouldn't let him kill you all, which 
goes against what he wanted. <laughs> I haven't true, done yeah. anything to him. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've been a good coven member. Except for those two things. Granted, one's kind of big. I just... But still. <laughs> Other than denying him everything he wants to do and beating him with an oar, he should have no problem with so anything that you're suggesting. does he not know that you helped the elders escape Heraklion? He and then... Okay. Yeah. As far as we know, he doesn't. You're right. They they shouldn't have any way of, of confirming that for sure, right? But... Okay. Like, Shakara's traveling with the three of you. The three of you are staying in the rooms with the false elders... Like, he can clearly suspect I mean, something, right? But you're right. Could, there's no, like, he proof. He guess. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I told proof? him. <laughs> he should listen to me. I told him. I was with him. <laughs> <laughs> and he was going go to go to the show with you. He didn't even get to see Love's Dissolve. You've robbed him yeah, of that. She's, yeah, right bef- no, she's also told us that she's go. with us, too. <laughs> but I mean Just it with you guys. Just want to make that clear. I mean it with yeah, you guys. That's, that's exactly what... <laughs> And you meant it with with him too, right? No. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Look, have I ordered you yet? Bring it on, baby. If you play, if you play your cards right. We don't right. need to. Yeah, we don't need to go into what you guys do in the privacy of your own home. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever right do you or you, it'll be a surprise. <laughs> Well, I did also like the interrogation scene with uh, Shakara, Mia, and, and Falsey. Um, I just love how like blatant Mia is like, Igna, just don't be an idiot. Fess up. Like we know you're, we know you're a prick. Yeah. Like, do I need to do my zone of truth or what? Like, <laughs> kind of like a stop lying, cut the shit. The, the single bead of sweat rolling down and falling onto his robe. That was good. Mm hmm. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. Igna. But yeah, I guess just you're you're right, Emily. Like, what the hell else was Shakara gonna do? I couldn't let him go at that point. Yeah, we had a little bit of a talk about this off mic that um, like as soon as Shakara was like, he's dead to me, Mia. Like, A.K.A. Like, give him what you've got. And I wasn't thinking about I know you've been looking forward to it. Right? Um, <laughs> Mia made the decision and I was thinking like, I don't ever use my inflict wounds uh, spell, but I keep it prepared because it's so powerful. Like it, it isn't, um, it's, ne- it's not like I can't channel with it. It's necrotic damage, I think. Uh, the story, maybe it's just Bill and I talking about this in the car the other day, but basically, like, Mia using necrotic damage all the time doesn't make any sense, but when it's, like, her dark side's coming out and, like, bets are off, she, like, tried to inflict wounds at a super high level and failed, but, you know. Yes, come to the yeah. dark side. I'm not getting tattoos, like I said. <laughs> I'm not getting, <laughs> not getting Yeah, I like that. I like that. Oh, that's really cool. But it's hard to, like... It was hard to justify ever using it before, but it made sense in that moment. And so I wish it would have hit, but whatever. Honestly, I think things are just ratcheting up so much that like those types of acts and decisions for your characters are just becoming more and more justifiable. I mean, yeah. I know Shakara will say Tell that every it. single thing she's done up until this point is entirely and 100% justifiable. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you believe with that, you believe her when she says that is up to you, but... There's several times where we say, well, what else, what else are we going to do? What other choice do we have? Like, I'm pretty sure I said that a few times. Because <laughs> it's like, well. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in this situation. What the hell else? How, how else can we yeah. get out of it? Yeah, absolutely. 
well, we did have a, a comment from Brett. Uh, a number of them actually says Bill slash Valzerin, congratulations on a successful counter spell. Uh, she just asked if this was the first time you've successfully countered something. I'm not sure that it is. I think you have in the past, but pretty uh, rare, rarely. I think I've used it in the past, but uh, didn't pull it off. Yeah, I think this might be the first time that it's worked for for Falsy, but maybe the second. I don't know, but yes. So, how did it feel? You directly uh, contributed to Igna's death, murder. Sorry. Murder. <laughs> Actually, oh, yeah. that was definitely a murder. It is. Yes. <laughs> Technically, your fault if you really want to get down to a it. Public murder. I think Falzern will be sleeping all right at night. <laughs> <laughs> Coming around, are you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Come to the dark side. <laughs> Look, Shakara, just because <laughs> the people around you are doing things that might be morally questionable does not mean it's a direct influence from you. It doesn't mean it's, it's your doing. <laughs> I, I mean, however they get there. <laughs> Look, I've, I've no been morally questionable since episode <laughs> <Just> one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has a unique journey. <laughs> Shaft's probably changed the least. Oh yeah. Although I, I mean, I think we've, I've mentioned before, like Shaft, Shaft's changes are are way more subtle. Um, but yeah, I think it's probably a minimal change. But I think his type of character is the character that it doesn't need the change. Doesn't need change like upward growth, right? To experience growth, where I think it's just a little. It's maybe like, you know, a lateral growth if you were going to make the comparison, well, the corporate structure comparison. Big change know. before before the story started. I think the struggle, internal struggle the chaff has now is I've got Nina's soul or whatever in the sack. Why wouldn't I just leave and go back to Vixure? Right? Because really that's his driving factor, but he's still hanging with you guys. Wouldn't, I mean, from a character standpoint, I almost feel like that's well, the thing that he would do. also still have a revenant after you. And if you separate from us, it could take you out. Yeah, I think I think it's a struggle. It's an internal struggle that never really gets on the podcast, right? From a character perspective, in my, in my opinion. So if something was to sway, you know, where's it? I want, the, I want everybody to think, where's his line today? Yeah. That's, that, to me, is fun character play i don't care about the leveling and all that as much or all that of course i do want to level by the way Leland. i get whirlwind <laughs> and attack and i want whirlwind attack but apart from that <laughs> my guess would be that you had written like three paragraphs or pages worth of background so i thought maybe There's you stuff really that I'll knew never your share character with anybody. and the more you know your character the less you'll change <laughs> wow that's pretty deep yeah <laughs> i mean you do write pretty detailed backstories yeah, that's what it takes for an old guy to get into character. <laughs> I would love to read uh, Chloe's one day. I think that's uh, <laughs> I think that's a good comment, Elena, because in, in, I because it, it can very well see like. Wait, can you say that again? I didn't hear it. No, you can listen back to his main time. <laughs> <laughs> I think purposely you can make a character with with like a more uh, ambiguity to their backstory, right? To uh, one to allow you know the the person running the game to to be able to play into it and expound upon it in surprising ways for the player right as well as well at the table if that's what that player wants for their character etc so which we'll talk about next episode and with what's kind of happening with Shakara but 
that and that ambiguity though does leave the room for growth where maybe a character more like like Shaft and, and John as a player, like you say, Elena, like they know the character they want to play and they want to keep playing that character so they don't necessarily need the growth for the character to continue to enjoy being that that character, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, John, but I kind of sense your mentality being like, well, Shaft is this way and I want to see how he performs the way he is in X number of situations, right? And tackle those situations in Shaft's way rather than uh, adapt. Like it's less about Shaft adapting to the situation and more about Shaft making the situation adapt to him. I'd say that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't really think about it in those terms, but yeah, you're right. I think that's the way, that's what I like to do. That's the way I like to play a character. And I think Bryn was a little bit more like that too, or would have been for me. Like I knew who, how I wanted to play her. Yeah, for and then sure, Mia for sure. was definitely more ambiguous because it was happening <laughs> so quickly. Well, also, I think um, like playing a cleric uh, and basically like a, those types of prepared spell ca- like cleric and paladins, right? Where they have the access to their entire list of spells. Going from playing like a rogue, a, a, an assassin rogue, which um, not when I say basic, like not denigrating that type of uh, archetype the basic. for the, the robe. But like it's not it's not uh, necessarily as complex as like getting into the spellcasters do. So I think even for your second character jumping into being a cleric uh, is is like more of a leap. I think even though yeah you, you're you're in the system, you've been playing the game, and you 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 understand the the core rules. Uh, still, there it's it's a pretty big difference from jumping to those those classes into really any spellcasting class. I mean, look at how how bad of a wizard Bill is because he started playing. A wizard as his first character right? and has yet to learn and i had to prompt him to counter spells i mean if and when his uh, character is just a fighter he's gonna be like i hit it that that's it okay nothing else happens i, re- I remember a conversation three years ago bill you probably don't want to play a wizard yeah. at first i'm so glad you did though bill because i love falls is great i love Falsen. i regret nothing yeah <laughs> it's a bit uh murky at times the waters are muddy oh yeah like the (laughs) listening to what's going on because you're looking at spells or whatever i get that though ideally optimized wizard that's for sure but i have a lot of fun with falsey well it's just like brit made a comment about like oh mia is reluctantly healing it's like well our flaws make in like our terribleness makes it interesting Mm -hmm. (laughs) like yeah. Also, you're not you're yeah. not a healing cleric. If you want to be a healer, be a life cleric, not a not a, a tempest cleric, right? Like if you want to put the damage out, be a tempest cleric. Yep. I was actually just talking to someone the other day, and uh, they were saying about how their uh, tempest cleric is one of their favorite characters they've played in D anD D because it's just can put out crazy amounts of damage, and it's just such a really cool character. Yeah, one of my one of my one of the favorite characters I've ever made was a. Uh, Tempest Cleric Sorcerer. And it was Ooh. only like two levels, like enough levels of Cleric to get the, Wait, the channel divinity. What? Uh, what? It's very <laughs> unusual for me. But then then I was arrested of a Sorcerer just because it was part of his backstory and that stuff, right? And he worshipped an evil god, so he was he was bad. He was a bad he was a bad boy. But I also went Sorcerer so I could get Lightning Bolt and then I would be able to just Lightning Bolt <laughs> the, you know, the, lightning, the, the electric version of fireball and just max that out oh he was a dope character he was sweet and we ended up actually because he wanted to kill his god and we ended up actually doing it so that was 
by the end of that oh. campaign. Oh, what? Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, we kind of more put the god in stasis rather than actually kill them, but same difference. <laughs> yeah, good enough. <laughs> yeah, good enough. Well, and like without, I think, the leveling changes and character changes, like it's boring. I don't know. Yeah, you need the progression, right? Um, but I, I do, I, th- I think Shaft is a testament where the progression can come in, in a variety mm-hmm. of forms. The tavern door opens, and Isabella is at the threshold. Such a good start. <laughs> and she fireballs, fireballs the room. <laughs> Looks around for a second, like, mm, okay, <laughs> let's fireball you. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one heck of a fireball, man. Oof. And Mia saves the day with her sleet storm. Thank you. I needed some frickin' recognition, everybody. <laughs> Could have taken down the whole tavern, man. That's what I was envisioning. I'm like, oh, man, this, this whole place I thought is... it was the end. So did I. I was hoping it was. <laughs> I think all of the surviving patrons and paladins should have took ice damage, honestly. <laughs> so Okay, so like no one... Save the tavern, kill the people. No one takes ice damage with sleet storm. <laughs> Um, they're just not pro. Oh, okay. Oh, and it's difficult terrain, okay. so like I wasn't hurting anyone, but um, or it doesn't do damage. But I immediately thought of control water, but then I was reading the spell text and it was talking about how there needs to be like a body of water or whatever, kind of like the whirlpool at the lake that we did. Yeah, there's a tap. Yeah, but- <laughs> there's a lot of alcohol. You just control the the, be- the, the beer, bottles, yeah. just, a just fueling the flames. <laughs> But anyway, like right next that to it, always, <laughs> always prepared, good old trusty Sleet Storm said right there in the text, all flames are doused. I was like, <gasps> so for three people's turns, I had to like, I was like, I was doing yeah. like the PP dance. Like, I got something good. I got something good. When's my turn? What's the order? <laughs> Isn't it awesome when you have a spell oh, that's I just going to work perfectly for what you want to do? I love I that. loved it. And then I was cocky about it after and I... Again, I don't know if it's me and Mia being combined now, and I need to like I need to refocus on what Mia would be like. <laughs> but Mia's character description does say cocky, so yeah, she gets it from me. No, I think that I think that's that's fair. She's got this massive Thor hammer and all this power, and she comes from like a you know she was born into money and affluence and all this sort of stuff, so. She's pretty intimidated of Shakara now, though. There's there's a lot going on there. <laughs> Mia seems to to go back and forth between not liking Shakara, not wanting to be with her, not wanting to share a room with her, to being protective of her. And you better be nice to Shakara, because I'm gonna come after you. There there was a huge difference when you and Keck in the Falzerin thing. Like there was a huge change in my opinion of you. And then joining the Coven, I was really like suspect of you. And then. I really feel like after Igna, like, you're with us. So, I, I don't know. Well, you're both teenagers, so you're just We're back 20. and forth all the time. <laughs> I'm I thought you are 15. Okay, I'm 20. 15. I'm 20. You're 20? Yeah, okay. So. Fresh out of teenage years. And you're a late bloomer. <laughs> well, I mean, dragonborn, dragonborns uh, age quicker, too. More quickly. I guess just in general, like, Mia's going to continue to see the choices, the actions you take, not the words you say. And that's driving, like, force for what's happening often with with the two of us. Because I think it's cool. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, not, like, I'm not, like, fully convinced that Dendar is evil. Because I think, I don't know, especially the way you look now. You don't look evil. 
You're pretty now. Pretty. <laughs> Thanks, Well, Trey. in the time and time again that you stuck up for me but not, like, forced me into this coven, like, the first time you tried to, like, win me over with it, it was like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, she was trying to sales pitch you, and you weren't going to buy into that. You wanted the long... I time. wanted the wooing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Emily, playing that's the way you get playing Shakara. Does it feel like it depends on what choices you make? Because like that's how I think it's being influenced. You really want to buy this perfume? No, I don't. <laughs> or it are you actually confused beautiful. by it? I want two bottles. <laughs> Five bottles. Well, if you sell two <laughs> bottles and then you get two people to sell two more bottles. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> all you have to do is get rid of the stack of a hundred but you do that by selling your two but getting two more you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah it's how falzerin makes us money we're all convinced that that's how falzerin makes us money. we're all convinced <laughs> that this was not isabella yes i'm like yeah 80 85 percent look unless she can run really fast Shaft went out there to try to catch her, and she was gone. So I think she changed pretty much right after she got out of the. I do the, believe it is entirely road. possible there is a portal in Dracal that Isabella did not tell me about. Possibly, I don't. I still don't think this is Isabella. Other than the elders, what would have changed to make Isabella now turn them against you? I mean, well, if Igna went back and he, because he hated me anyway, if he went back to Isabella and said. She stopped us from, she let the elders go. Yeah. I guess what you said. And and, she, and he lied to Isabella, which I could totally see him she doing. She would kill you for that. Even after all this coven. She could say, well, do what you want with her. I mean, it might not even, Isabella might not even said kill her. It might have been just said, oh, I don't care then. Do whatever you want. Just to get rid of him or whatever. If she didn't care though, why would she show up? I don't know. I don't think it's her. She, would, she wouldn't have fireballed the paladins. So in one of the episodes, I think, Elena, you said... You said that, you know, Alamar, if Sardos would have access to Alamar's spells that he prepared, because Leland did make, and he did specifically say, as Alamar, he would not have access to all my spells, which is all the stuff right. that he has in his book that he didn't have prepared. So he probably had Disguise Self as a spell prepared when, uh, you know, Al- when Sardos took over his body. That's my theory. And now he's just popping around, changing to different people, so we can't track him. The choice of Erica is interesting. I, I don't know what to think the about The thing that. that catches me up is that Valzerin has Alamar's spellbook and Fireball ain't in it. Well, Leland did also say that he takes a little bit from each body he's been in. Yeah. He was in yeah. a powerful wizard before Alamar. Yeah. So I, think, I guess. During the battle. That could be. Uh, the body he was in uh, during the siege of Heracleion, he he did present magical capabilities uh, there as well. So there's probably something more of a going on. Yeah, and Alamar also wasn't sure. I mean, he basically said when uh, me and Falsey were out like trying to locate creature, it was like, if Sardo has all of my abilities, you two are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think that's what he said, right? So he's basically, you better hope he doesn't, because I got some bangers. <laughs> like, you know, he can feeble mind. Feeble mind is an eighth level spell. So Elmar is a very Ooh. powerful wizard. Hopefully Sardo doesn't have access to all of that. But um, that was actually, I think, uh, was something else that Britta brought up is like, 
Well, wait, would, uh, would the power that Alomar wields be attached, you know, for lack of a better term, to his soul or to the body? Like, w what's going on here? What, this is strange, right? Like, how, where is this power coming from? Or, like, what? And then now we can get into a philosophical debate about what happens to your soul when it leaves your body and gets trapped yeah. in a cane. <laughs> what kind of ability? <laughs> <laughs> So obviously there's no mechanics for this type of thing. Like this is just homebrewy, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey and stuff. So yeah. pulling on a cane. Well, cipher. what does the Bible say about phylacteries? Gosh. <laughs> I mean, we can clear this up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the phylactery is actually uh, from Judaism and was uh, co-opted and bastardized in Dungeons and Dragons. Like a lot of, uh, a lot of other. I can't tell if you're being serious right now. No, uh, that is le that yes, is legit. True. That oh, is legit. really. Yeah. No way. So yeah, what was it used of, for in I, I'm not sure what times. the actual origin of it is, um, but yeah, I mean, D&D &D is a history Love of black Love your phylactery as yourself or your neighbor or whatever. No clue, so <laughs> I'm not going to talk in my ass on that. <laughs> I don't even know what a regular revenant can do. I've not, I purposely not looked it up, so I don't know I don't think I how much is, is real, revenant, real revenant or how much is Leland revenant. Uh, well, a base revenant is a CR five and doesn't have any magical abilities. They, um, they do have a regeneration ability if they don't get damaged by fire or radiant damage. Uh, and basically they, they walk up and they have a fist attack. And the only other thing they have that's special is like this vengeful glare that will potentially paralyze the target, which she did try to do to Bryn when she was up in the tree the very first time you fought handless sardo in just outside of victure yeah so was that regular revenant that was regular revenant right because he would he had just he'd come back as a revenant and was hunting you for a couple of days finally got up to you so yeah if he and if you're paralyzed and he hits you uh then he does x like i think like 46 more damage or something like a lot more extra damage if and back then you. we would have been way weaker too yeah well back then a cr5 challenge rating was an appropriate challenge but i mean Probably not because you've destroyed him very handily. So, <laughs> <laughs> so right now, if you were to go up against a CR5 Revenant, that is a very weak creature to throw out a party of your level right now, right? So that's also why it is even kind of written into the lore of the Revenant is the Revenant, their shtick is to seek out other beings and stronger allies to help them achieve their goal, which is exactly what Sardos has done the whole campaign, right? Like, I mean, he couldn't take you on his own. So he, you know, you killed him there. His, his soul escaped his body, which you all witnessed. And then, you know, he found another body in, in the, in Victor 24 hours later and allied himself with, with Erica and Chucky, which also seemed to be a poor choice of allies. <laughs> <laughs> and now Sardo has allied himself with Igna and potentially Kula wherever. Oh, I guess we did see Kula in these episodes, didn't we? So Igna and, and Kula. Again, maybe those are a poor choice. I mean, one half of his team is dead already, so... <laughs> I am really looking forward to talking to Kula just because he was the more level-headed one of the two. But I never really interacted with him a whole lot everything has been with igna yeah igna kind of did take charge for sure uh of that trio at the time because you know at the time halsa was with them yeah i really wish that before igna died we could have clarified like 
Because we knew and he vocalized that he knew who Salardos was and he was working with him. I wish we could have clarified. Well, Salardos was on Heraklion with Isabella for a time. I know. I just like wish we could have somehow got him to talk about... See, the whole seeing things came after Igna was dead, right? Like, clarified if it was Isabella, basically. <laughs> like, actually Isabella. But he did now, he would so. He wouldn't answer. I mean, we basically did ask if, it, if Isabella was in Dracol, and he said, well, well, if she's here, it's because she wants to be here. He, he, was, he wouldn't have told us anything. Yeah, he was, he was kind of keeping sure his cards close to his chest. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. that would be, like, a lot less confusing, though, going forward if we got an answer, I guess. That's all I mean. Leland wouldn't have given us that. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if well, it was yeah. uh, I mean, <laughs> or no, what's, what's the other one's name? <laughs> Kula. Your uh, your search for Izzy, like Shaft, or like like John had mentioned, as soon as he gets out on the street, like he loses sight of her, like she's gone, she's gone. Uh, although, so there was another instance of Valimar talking about pulling his cane right before the fireball, right, right as Egnan was mm-hmm. getting hammered, and then Isabella steps in, so. Um, you know, more more breadcrumbs for y'all. And, um, yeah, I guess you, you kind of spend most of that episode, like, trying to look for Izzy or Sardo or anybody you can see and um, figure out about, you know, figure out how you can actually use Alamar's cane now, right, as a detector and kind of zip around a little bit. He's close and then he's gone. And if you do this closely, in many instances, uh, during some of the sightings in the Alamar uh, complaining about stuff, there are a few distances that I that do get explained uh, in some of the ambient descriptions in those episodes. So there are some clues as a how you could figure it out and piece together exactly how it works. But maybe we'll figure out how how and what is going on uh, next batch of episodes. So Bill, you need to go back and listen to that again. <laughs> yes, I I typically uh, whenever something like that is said, need to listen to episodes several times to catch it. <laughs> oh, there was actually one thing that I I wanted to talk to you about, Bill uh, Soul Cage. So I know there was a lot of worry about your bag and the uh, contents within, but Soul Cage does actually trap the soul for eight hours. So it's not you have time. You like have one, eight hours. I mean, the hard part is getting the soul out of the body and trapping it. Right, but yeah. once the, once it's trapped, you have eight hours to deal with the cage in in whatever way you you're ultimately mm. going to deal with. Unless we are going to do the Alamar plan. Uh, yeah, well, depending on what you want to do with Alamar. <laughs> you still then have a couple, you have some minutes to uh, eight hours to get the stuff out. <laughs> yeah, right. You have anywhere from as long as the soul one second to eight you. hours. <laughs> That's actually what's something that I want to bring up and that I, that I, I think is funny but also annoying is that <laughs> every time... <laughs> Every time Almar is talking to Falzerin, Shaft is always shushing him and shutting up and closing down the conversation before Almar and, and Falzi can really Gets get into things. Stuff. I just yeah. think it's it's amazing and it's it's preventing Almar and Falzerin from getting to any type of common ground. <laughs> Even if I, and both parties might want to. I mean, Falzerin surely you. I mean, Falzerin brought up like Almar. Yeah, you prick. You, you've fucking talk down to me all the time like stop it you you dick yeah and then you know alomar comes back and chef just shuts him down <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i know <laughs> well, look 
Falzern has plenty of time with his shaft that he can talk to it any time that he wants to. <laughs> Sorry, his staff, not his shaft. Are liches always evil? Like, in yeah. lore? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Saying that so dis- are, are you, disappointingly. Are you referring to when we were on the uh, broom flying around and we were using him as our little indicator and Alamar was talking to Falzern and I said, go, just go, get, let's find out where this is. And I said, God help me, I'll throw you off this broom. <laughs> there was, well, I mean, that was, yes, but I was, obviously that had some extenuating circumstances. You were trying to track <laughs> down somebody and you're stationary in the air talking to a cane. <laughs> yes, but also right. in 149 on your, on when you all were making your way to the theater and Alomar had chimed in to say, hey, FYI, I don't feel anything. Don't worry, we're okay. They had Almar and Falzern had a back and forth there as well. That Shaw was like, "Yeah, okay, thanks. We're all on the same page, Almar." <laughs> <laughs> I think that was when Almar was when Falzern brought up like, you know, I've been meaning to tell you, Almar, like, quit shitting on me. Yes. And Almar had said something like, "Well, I never, I never wanted you as an enemy," and and then Shaft like, "No, okay, thanks. We got it." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I'm not totally confident that Falzern is going to be able to win over Alomar. I think there's, I think Alomar's too entrenched in his dislike of Falzern, but he's going to try because, uh, like you said, Elena, liches, liches are bad news. So if Alomar is reunited with his body, I mean that we've just traded one problem for another. Potentially, I mean he's still needs his. I mean, as far as we know, he still needs his lich juice. Yeah. He's juiceless He's at the moment. He's not fully lichified. And he might not he might not want to do it again. He might not be able to do it again. Yeah. So he might just live out the rest of his life and die like he was supposed to. Well, I can tell you he sure is not liking life in a cane. <laughs> so <laughs> if potentially having to live in his phylactery for a little bit before a body regenerates is anything like this, you might be thinking twice. <laughs> well, uh, let's move on to the uh, the uh, the young hag in the room. Uh, Shakara's transformation. Not a hag. You're something. We don't know I'm what something. you are. Have you figured we don't out know what hag. you are? <laughs> is this another homebrew situation? <laughs> no, actually, it's not. This 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 what? is not. Um, but it is not. All, it's also not in D and D Beyond, so I can't easily make a character sheet. <laughs> Shikara, what was you? Shikara, <laughs> Shikara used a covenant ability for the fifth time and uh, finished this transformation that she was going through. And finally, she used these bloody covenant abilities because she's been sitting on them since session 111, sisters. And I've been waiting for her to use them because I obviously knew what I was wanted to do with it at the beginning. And then it took so long for her you to use them, Emily that a particular source book came out and then I was able to have a conversation with you uh, about the future of your character because I, of course, was not going to just make a change to your character without consulting the player yeah. about it, right? So we did have uh, a conversation. I think it was a, about after the third or second time you had used Yeah, something, something and, like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you did have uh, your transformation prepared and you were able to narrate uh, for yourself of what happens to your character. Which I think you did a fantastic job with. It was very oh, well you. written. Yes, uh, very yeah, good. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you. And uh, I hope you like your new character. <laughs> <laughs> it is going to take some uh, getting used to. Um, 
But uh, as far as what was asked, yes, I did know that the fifth one would trigger the change. Like Leland said, we talked about it. We've been kind of waiting for this to happen for a while. I was, I knew that there was going to be kind of a dramatic moment and I didn't want to do it in the middle of a fight or right before a fight. So I was kind of picking my time to do it. And this just seemed, it was a perfect situation in which to do it, to, to cast Death Ward. And there's more change than what you guys can see. Yeah, I figured. I just leave it at that. So you're not going to fill us in on what your new race is? <gasps> I am a Hexblood. A what? Hexblood. I knew it. I am not a hag. Never heard of it. I am well, a... you're splitting hair to that one there, blood. lady. No, it takes a ritual, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I am one ritual away from being a hag, but I am not a hag. <laughs> You're a pre-hag, is what you're saying? <laughs> she yeah. she is a pre-hag, absolutely. Okay. So Hexblood uh, came out in, in Van Richten's guide to um, str- uh, whatever Van Richten something something, whatever it is. It's like right next to me on the shelf, but and it was but one you can't of be bothered uh, to look at it. It's one of I I swiveled my chair for you all. <laughs> I mean that's not going to show. That was a for your passing benefit. glance. I felt there was some effort there, Leland. So don't let. <laughs> I think it's Van Richten's guide to, to Ravenloft. So yes. Hexblood is one of, I think, three, uh, what do they call them in there? They're not uh, races, but they're, I think they call them heritages or something. Because, well, you, because you don't, because you your character, you, you can build your character starting as one of those three new uh, heritage things. But really they're like for, if your character goes through a change or transitions into them. Hmm. One is the Hexblood, one is like, um, like unborn or something, they're like an undead creature and... I think the other one is like vampire, a vampire, basically, or whatever. So you know, Ravenloft is like the home of Strahd, the the vampire lord, right, uh, etc. D and D's version of Dracula. So that's the influence of this gothic era, uh, gothic horror influence. And uh, the Hexblood is really cool. I'm actually playing a Hexblood in my home group as well, as I'm playing a young mm. Isabella Good, and it's Ooh. very fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Hexbloods, Hexbloods, it's an interesting. It's an interesting uh, heritage thing. So I was yeah. glad Emily was like, yeah, this looks dope. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this, to seeing how this affects things. I'll have to look it up because I've, ne- I've never heard of that. So did you know, like, from day one, um, when you joined Isabella's Coven, that, that this was a possibility that you could turn into this? No. Or did this evolve? I had no idea. Okay. The plan was, well, the plan originally was Paladin. And then it was Paladin Warlock after talking to one of our home group friends. Um, cause that sounded like it would be fun to do cause warlocks get spell levels back, spell slots back, um, faster and, and they get extra stuff like the, being able to read all languages and see when the magical darkness and sparky. So then that, the plan was just to stay with Paladin Warlock and then the whole coven thing happened and then Leland brought up the hex blood thing and I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Which prompted me to bring up another change that I'm just going to tease you all with and um, combine it with the hex blood. Okay. (laughs) I want to create a new character now that we're talking about character creation a lot tonight. Not like for this campaign, but I just like have the feeling. I got the itch to read some obscure books. That's what one shots are for. Yeah. Yeah. To try out all kinds of stuff. Yeah, she looks really cool. That description was really cool. I remember just like being enthralled. Like as you read it, I was like, "What is happening?" 
Yeah, that was pretty neat. You did a good job. So is Shaft really okay with Shakara right now? Does he think that <laughs> she's still good or that she's more good than good? She's good with an E. Good with an E. I think uh, Shaft probably has a wavering view of your usefulness. That's about how Shakara feels about you. <laughs> yeah. I think, we, I think we came to some level of understanding that, uh, you know, hey, we're in this to help each other, uh, but we're also in it for ourselves. And, you know, knowing, knowing where each other stands is, is actually pretty good. I mean, right. I keep telling you, Shakara keeps telling Shaft, I'm not aligned with Isabella. I've said that mm-hmm. since the day you left me at the keep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not aligned with Isabella. But he's also seen you lie to other people, so. <laughs> You're not supposed to bring that part up. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, I think of anything, he's probably going, yeah, I see what you're selling. Whatever. <laughs> right? You know, I'm not judging you for it. I'll lie if I have to. I get it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not buying what you're selling, but it's not conflicting with the the goods I'm peddling. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. Yes. <laughs> See, and I think there's an extra level of frustration because it's you, my husband, and you're you're the one that's saying that. So it's like if Elena or, or Bill had said something like that to Shakara, or Mia or Falzer had said something like that to Shakara, I don't think it would have rankled as much as Shaft saying it. Hmm. <laughs> role playing. That's fine. Not just for the bedroom anymore. I mean, hey. maybe Mia knows. Maybe Mia knows more about blood hex. hex what's blood. it called? Blood hex. Hex, hex blood, blood. Than I do. Obviously, I know zero. Because like the way you're described is like beautiful. You don't look evil or haggish at all. So I'm like, she's good now, right? I don't know how common hex bloods would be. Uh, I think Hexwoods would be incredibly rare. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, am I playing Mia, like, too naive? Or is that... Because, like I said, like, actions are sort of speaking. And her actions have led to a point where she is now transformed from these coven abilities. But she looks great. What's there to be worried about? <laughs> I mean, she looks different. I don't think she looks any more or less she hotter than, than Geneva? Dragonborn does. Oh, no, no, nobody tops Geneva, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Leland. <laughs> well, was Dreg, did Dreg really mean it, or was he just being supportive? <laughs> right? He might have just been, oh, shit. Wow, she's really taking a change. I better say something nice. You'll have to ask Dreg. <laughs> I like your hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, like when your coworker comes in and they thought they'd try something new with their hair, and it, it, it was yeah. just a little bit over the top. <laughs> yeah, That's great. That's great, Shakara. I love what you did with your... Body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your your ass looks great in those horns. <laughs> well, team warlock. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to I'll have to think about it and maybe talk to Leland as well about whether Falzern would know what a hex blood is or not. Because Falzern has done a lot of reading, but he doesn't know everything. You would know. Even less about a hex blood than you do about hags in general. Yeah, a hex blood is a one potential way of which a hag could be created, right? Amidst a, a, a variety of strange and weird and often gross ways that a hag is created. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I enjoyed the role play between Shaft and Shakara 
out in front of the tavern as we were waiting on the other two to come back. Because you don't really, you know, what do you do? How, why, how would your character react to some kind of major change like this, right? Yeah. You know, and, and that's what I was trying to look at it from Shaft's perspective of, you know, what is she now? What happened? Does she know what happened? And, <laughs> and I was you know, trying to find some way to, to demonstrate physically what I now am. And <laughs> most of it was like bad stuff. It's, it's bad stuff I can do now. It's like right. different ways I can hurt you, which was the least painful way for me to show you. Well, you ended up taking more damage than I did during that conversation. <laughs> kind of backfired on me. <laughs> but I you know, it's it's interesting to think if you've changed over, what what's what is your what do you know and what do you not know about yourself? Is you're you're reborn, right, mm-hmm. essentially. And how do you do you what do you know innately and how can you you know, before uh, you get a, into a battle. There's a user manual that comes uh, with the coven. Is that what happens? You get a user <laughs> manual? I didn't get the user manual. It's called When You Go Through Changes. It's kind of like that sex oh, ed book you okay. read in fifth grade. Huh. Izzy must mm. have forgotten to hand that over. You didn't. Huh. Well, huh. she's still working on the audio book, so you could eventually <laughs> just listen to it on your drive into work. <laughs> You'll be fine. Yeah, there you go. One day when you. How does Izzy sound? I forget. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> Not not near enough breathiness. <laughs> no, I can do Shakara. I can't do Izzy. I don't think. One forty nine. We finally, eventually, in the episode, get to the bloody play, which lasts after party. We're all so excited to go to. <laughs> Got three episodes of content in between. Don't send a revenant after us. Well, I'm sorry. A revenant's gonna rev. Okay. <laughs> have to live with your uh, the consequences of your actions leland no you all have to live with the consequences of my actions okay <laughs> unfortunately true that, that is true <laughs> it was a pretty good play bravo leland and emma yes. <laughs> well, that was yes. only part that was only the last scene of the first act you haven't even watched the rest of it yet. <laughs> wait there's, there's actually recorded well, yeah, how more how did we end up how did we end up getting there late? Were we ter- told the wrong yeah, time? Yeah, I'm like, we You weren't told left... the time. Oh. So we just You were never told the time. <laughs> you didn't inquire anywhere about a time. You never asked. Oh, I thought we would have had a time, so when we showed up late, I was confused. <laughs> no, like, nobody gave you a specific time. You and you just you never ask, nudged us in the right direction. So occasionally Look, you tell Falzerin... forward weekend. Occasionally you tell Falzerin, when to use counterspell, but other times uh, they're, they'll figure out the time by showing up late. That's right. <laughs> Well, okay, here's the thing. So Shaft and Falzern were really expecting to sit out at the out of the restaurant on the on the terrace for like two or three hours of a whole play? Just doing nothing? I don't know. I thought we had a way to be able to I thought that Mia could tell us when she when they're in there to find out what's going on and let us know. And then we could decide at to this go point, in invisible and Follower. Listeners don't know, but yeah, like Mia could send a spell and be like, "It's here, sneak in or something." Right. But like, yeah, it's there's a lot going on. I think between pass without trace and invisibility, which we've used before to work pretty well, and be able to find out where this thing's going to be, right? If if she if she, in my in my mind, if she was to come back and go, she's not wearing it, 
then, you know, hey, we're going to go in and check things out while the play is going on. Or if she is wearing it, then we go someplace and we hide in there and watch her where she goes. Yeah. I was hoping that they would get there early enough to see where she came out of. So we would have an indication of where she might have be going to get this amulet. Right, right, right. Uh, but, but now I think we're in a situation where if she's got it on, we got to go in and follow her. And then try to snatch it after she puts it away. In my head, she goes and puts it in a little box and puts it in a safe or something and leaves. And then follows her in and Shaft go in after she's gone and we have some time to get it and get the hell out. Now, it will never be that easy. Sure, but that 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 is now post-show activity, right? So is that what the plan going forward is potentially going to be? Like, surely Shakara and me aren't going to stick around for the second half of the play. Well, kind of depends on what happens to the intermission, it, it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> yeah. This it, is great insert DM bad stuff. Opportunity. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, the non-Izzy and Kula know that Shikara is there, and the non-Izzy sent Kula off, supposedly, perhapsly, to go talk to Shikara for some reason. And we're supposed to talk to Surrogate, at intermission and see what right. he has to say and that could change everything like yeah if if kula comes out fighting like you know what i mean that changes things we're not gonna you could have went in there and said she's not here right yeah and then walk back out but yeah she's there i mean yeah you're probably right i probably should send you a message <laughs> good idea well they they won't recognize shikara now so you got that going for you. <laughs> well, they did, though. Most likely not, yeah. She's she's already in disguise. Oh, well, then, then oh. the right. non-Izzy and Kula must have recognized Mia. Well, That's right. I didn't give any indication that you two were spotted by either Hannah or Isabella as you entered the play. No, the only reason I'm thinking that is because uh, after we walked in, yeah, the Look non-Izzy talked to Kula and Kula left. Yeah, I think I think It could have been completely coincidental, was, but... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been. My impression was... With Leland? He, uh, he was whispering over, saying, look who's in the audience. That's sort of what I was... We never pick up on crumbs. We pick up on something and head. it happens to be a coincidence. Oy. We make crumbs when there's no ah, crumbs that's there. That's true. It could be. That's how you make the situation adapt to you. <laughs> so that's right. <laughs> would Isabella have felt Shakara's change? That's a good question. Would Isabella know? They're both in a coven together, which is a sort of a bond. And Shakara has turned into something that's a lot closer to being what Isabella is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't feel Isabella, but is that just because I don't have the experience to? Or because she's more powerful than me? Or there's nothing to feel? There's There's not that strong of a connection? Or we haven't been bonded long enough to have a con- that kind of strong a connection. Yeah. Can you feel feelings as a hex blood? Yes. Okay. So you know you can feel feelings at least. That's good. Uh, that is a good baseline. A psychopath. I will still get angry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What happened when Erica died with Izzy? Did Izzy feel Izzy that? claimed that she could um, is able to tell when one of the coven members dies. She knew there was an opening. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I think Falzern had an interaction with her, and she said something to the effect of, like, do you think I wouldn't know exactly when Erica dies, or something to that effect? Yeah. I think that was in the keep through your uh, scabulet 
Yeah. Uh, way back. <laughs> way, way back. But, you know, that was an example of A, A there were sisters, and B, they were all arch fae, right? Sisters in that they were both sisters, in quotes, in the coven. I don't know that they were blood sisters. Oh, and that's okay. never been made clear, but yeah, I guess I just always assumed they were like actual blood relations, but that that's a good point. Well, I mean, she calls me her sister now. Yeah, true. So speaking of scabulets, there was a little thing that happened mm. in one of the episodes that sort of got glossed over. A little bit of a a, a cutting turned into a scabulet. Yeah. Is that what I heard? It wasn't a scabulet. It was a token. So a scabulet. And Scabulet shaped. <laughs> How did you say it, Leland? You did you say said token, and I, I said scabulet. I said it. it I said it, it in in some ways it resembled the the scabulet. Yeah, but I mean the scabulet is only a scabulet because it was embedded into a chest. <laughs> like that's what makes it a scabulet. Like if you put okay. it in somebody, it becomes yeah. a scabulet. <laughs> so what was it before it was embedded in him? Yeah. Did anybody call it a token before that? Well, in the stats, the Annis Hag creates an iron token that she hands out. Oh. Mm. But it's not normally <laughs> embedded in somebody's chest. Well, no, the, no, that's the thing. The lore for the lore <laughs> that was my my flavor. The lore for the Annis Hag is like they like to give those tokens to like little kids in villages and stuff, so they can talk to the kids and like get them to be bad and that huh. kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, huh. sounds okay. lovely. Yeah, it's like it's like they slip away to be able to like be the the devil on your shoulder kind of thing. Hmm. So for me, what it kind of is, is kind of a sending stone, sort of, but it's one way. Hmm. If I give that to somebody, I can talk to them. I think it's up to so ten gave, miles away. So does that, that confirm that Falzer and Scabulet was a one way, not a not a speaker, not a not, microphone? Not necessarily. A speaker, not well, no, it, we we talked back and forth through it. Hmm. Crap. Okay. And I mean that that could just be the difference between, you know, a hex blood versus a, a full, full on, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. I've never looked up like the the character traits and abilities of a of a hag. Are hags undead? No. No. Okay, so we there's potential to be friends, Shikara. <laughs> well, you guys can sit down and I'm talk about Thor and Dendar and see how Thor and Dendar uh, get along with each other. Maybe that might be a bonding I point. I don't know. We need to do that. Hmm. I mean, now that you've got your rings embedded and you have the henna tattoos to, to sort of mark you as That's uh, pretty much confirmation Dendar. that Dendar is evil. Thank you. What? What exactly does Shakara actually know about Dendar? In this <laughs> Very little. Very little. <laughs> Very little. <laughs> but you're so devoted. You're such a good servant. Yeah. She gave me powers. She gave me some pretty yeah. nifty powers. Dendar's very mm. giving. Dendar's so yeah. nifty. How could you uh -huh. not? <laughs> exactly. Well, sp speaking of gifts from Dendar, we did get another little tidbit into the Keck question. The Keck question. Of where oh, yes. is Keck? Is the poster yeah. outside of the theater? Mm -hmm. Taking a break from showbiz. Poor Keck. Just taking a break. Certainly sounds like she's dead. Uh... <laughs> well, we found her instrument and feathers, right? Yeah. So, at the very least, is mute. <laughs> you keep saying that, but you you made that up. <laughs> what? 
No, I, I could have sworn that the she was mute and Dendar gave her the loot and that's how she could sing. I'd have to check with Emma, I suppose. I think there was something about And that. I already broke her glasses, Possibly. so she's so but screwed. <laughs> so she's blind and mute. Sally, <laughs> <laughs> Emma. Oh, man. That's rough for an entertainer, yeah. I'll tell you. <laughs> this is what happens when you make friends with... Uh, Shakara. <laughs> with the good, the good enough adventure party. That's right. We smash your glasses, you get your loot destroyed. <laughs> yep. Put you in a zone of truth. <laughs> yeah, zone of truth. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the intermission. Things are going to be uh, spicy. Maybe. Things are going to be calm, <laughs> cool, and collect. Well, it is for Shab and Valder. And again, they're just having a siesta on the stairs. <laughs> Look, every once in a while, you just got to sit back. You falls in an Alamar. Have a chat. Have a beer. <laughs> have a five gold beer. You know, look. It, once once we get the the you know the revenant and capsule, and we get Al- Alamar back into his body, we won't hang out like we have been. It's sort of a going away. <laughs> really, it's the bros before oh. Alamar goes back off to to college, yeah. and we don't see him it's again. It's our last little hurrah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Good times. <laughs> There was one, I think a couple last things that I want to talk about. Um, I think I cut out some stuff we had, conversations we had about Counterspell in general and like how to use it and how weird and meta it is to use it, which I think is worth having a conversation here because I don't know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, okay, even in the instance of like someone's casting a spell, I'm going to counter it. I mean, Bill, again, I had cut it from the episode, but Bill had said, well, how do I even know what spell they're casting before I use the counterspell? Because the text of counterspell actually does say it prevents it from being cast. Even though mm-hmm. I think in the moment I had just tried to said to you, just think of it as if you are canceling the effects of a cast spell, which isn't technically correct rules as written within the spell. But also then you have the problem of, well, do they know what level the spell they're trying to counter is and how do they decide what how high to upcast their counterspell, if if anything. Because, I mean, I don't know what you would have done, Bill, but if you had known that it was a level 5 fireball, would you have just counterspelled at level 5? I think counterspell is like you're going up and slapping them on the back. You're breaking their concentration on the spell being cast. And you can see someone's casting a spell. You might not know what spell, but you know they're casting a spell because of verbal, somatic, and yeah. material components being used. And I would Paltrin say, if you know fireball. that spell, you would know what was being cast. That's right? kind of, I think, sort of what we landed on. Because I, I had I had sort of said, well, I've, I brought up the fact that the, part of the reason I haven't used Counterspell more often is because it just kind of seems weird to me. You know, like, it seems a little bit immersion-breaking. But when... When you think about, like you said, there are somatic parts, like they're, you're moving your body around, making hand gestures, whatever you're doing, and there's verbal components to the spell. So if you are a, a practiced um, spellcaster, you're definitely going to be familiar with a good number of spells and be able to recognize probably some of them being cast by other people. So yeah, you, you see someone start to make some recognizable movements and say some recognizable things and you say hey they're trying to cast x spell i'm gonna stop them yeah if he's going fireball you sort of see it coming right before they get the ball out but last after party we had the conversation 
about how uh, the specific words and motions for casting a particular spell are not codified within the system itself, and it is left to be ambiguous. Yeah. Therefore, potentially, each caster could have their own variety or, or their own way and variations in the ways that they cast the same spell that hmm. two people might or two casters might yes. know. So like, yes, yeah. What is I struggle this? with Both this. arguments kind of... <laughs> well, does counterspell have to... Do you have to know what spell it is in order to counter it? Or does it, it just say anything nullify? Like that. Well, I mean, that they just know they're casting a spell because they're moving. But the trouble Logic's is... Logic's out the window. The trouble is, and this is what I struggle with, and why I don't use it more often, I think, and part of the reason I don't use it more often is because... Most times, at least I, I assume, and in my experience, when someone uses counterspell, they're already a, the player is already aware of what spell they're countering. Um, you don't announce it be- sure. before the enemy has has said they're casting X spell, right? You don't just say, "Hey, on this turn, I'm going to cast counterspell to whatever the enemy does." You, you do it after the fact, which is seems metagamey to me. Now, is counterspell a reaction? Yes. Yeah. So I would. Can you be performing an action? And then take a reaction and continue to perform your action because you counterspelled his counterspell. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't because they were casting fireball and then it didn't get canceled. Right. That's, right? I didn't even think of that. You're right. Uh. So you would have to almost stop your spell that you were doing to use your reaction and then you would lose your action because you stopped your spell. Oh, that's a, but, that's a really you know, good point, actually. I did not even think of I that. I have heard of that. Good job, John. Being done, though. Like, I know, Smart brain sense. I know other people play it that way. I wasn't going to say that. That, <laughs> that what Leland did is is the way it's done. Yeah. Um, but when you, th- when you actually take a step back and think about it, I see your point. So then that kind of leads more credence to these. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I've, I play Magic the Gathering. So all I'm thinking of is like the that card game uses a stack mechanic. So that's what I was picturing as this thing was going on because that's exactly what happens. Like, you, you, you've cast a spell and it has yet to resolve. And then there are times for everyone gets a chance to react to that. And then you can, everyone mm. gets another chance to react to reactions and so on and so on until nobody, nobody needs or is going to take a reaction. So the counterspell counter counterspells, the counterspell, which no longer counterspells the fireball, yeah. which was the last, mm-hmm. last thing cast, last thing to resolve, or, you know what I mean? Or, or the first, sorry, the first thing cast last to resolve. So that's the way. Immediately that I was like picturing that, but I mean honestly, yeah, that it makes sense. Like, how the hell does that actually work, and does it really matter? Because I have no problem with telling you, Bill, what spell I'm going to cast and giving you a chance to, to counterspell yeah. it. I have no problem with that because I'll do the same thing with enemies. Because I mean, you've been counterspelled before, and uh, right, I think one of the Neogi on the tower counterspelled you, if I recall correctly, yep. and it's not going to be the last time. <laughs> 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 Clearly, because Isabella just did it to you, and. Uh, Hashtag real, hashtag real Izzy. No. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I have no problem. So if there is a particular the way that Isabella you would... please stand up? Leland <laughs> 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 motions. <laughs> if there is a particular way that you would like to uh, play that particular spell, like I have no problem like making that change. And that's just the way we, our campaign will deal with counterspell. We can do whatever whatever way you you like, and will be easiest for you to wrap your head around. Like that's fine with me. It's um, I think I I sort of said this in, in stuff that was cut out during the play, but it's less about I I just don't like to do things that I think are unrealistic, and I had struggled with counterspell just being a bit of like very metagamey. But 
after talking with you a little bit about it in the moment and then just thinking about it since, like, I think I've come to terms with how it kind of makes sense for it to happen in this magical world and wizards to be able to do it. I don't think it's that that crazy. Okay, well, going forward, I will... I'm going to be announcing the spells that are being cast and the level at which they're going to be cast because I have no problem trading a 5th level spell slot for a 5th level spell slot because really the person that is counterspelling actually comes out on top because they don't have to forfeit their action to be able to negate someone else's action. Mm-hmm. So really the the expenditure of resources is is potentially on par or you can risk doing a save, especially if you don't have a slot of the pr- appropriate level available. Yeah. Right, it's all about just eating up your resources. That's all I give a shit about, and that's all the encounters are really trying to do. Like, I mean, I tell you though, if if this is Sardo running around, if I'm not confirming, <laughs> if it's Sardo running around, think about what he's cast and the amount of resources that he's already expended today. So keep keep that yeah, stuff in mind too. That's because true. Because if that's so, he's he's at least uh, spent two disguised selves and a and a fire a fifth level fireball, right? Like. And a mm-hmm. counterspell counter to spell. the counterspell. And a counterspell, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a level four counterspell. So he's got a bunch of second and third level spell slots left. Let's go get him. <laughs> there you go. Let's get him. <laughs> well, potentially. He's right <laughs> there in the theater. Potentially has <laughs> That's right. Hammer him right there in the balcony. Boom. Potentially has feeble mind. Well. Nah, he wouldn't have that. Maybe Alomar did that Doesn't before. Doesn't seem his style. He died. Yeah, you could you could try you could try to hammer her right in the theater, but it's gonna be real hard when your hammer is sitting outside on a terrace. Having a beer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. My sending uh, spell is twenty five words. It's gonna be like, get in here, bring my Give hammer. Give me my hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Set my hammer on on the third toilet stall in the. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It is intermission. I Keep know. it to the underside. <laughs> Ah, oh, best set of episodes yet. Best yet. Best three. You know, I, I was thinking about that. You know, we can always do our best. If it's on a scale from zero to 100, and we're at the best three episodes are at like a 30, that means <laughs> we still have a lot of three best episodes all the way there up until go. we're perfect. Oh, I see. We just, we're we just, working toward perfection. We make the sliding scale. That's right. But we, so, yeah, it's the best three episodes ever, but we're only at like a 30 right now. So we're we're still not really. Sure, but also <laughs> the correlation between the quality of the episode is directly proportionate to the number of the episodes. So the higher than as the episode's number goes up, so does the quality. Well, what a surprise. Well, well, there you go. We're so always outdoing our system. <laughs> Math is always. Uh, I mean, we've been looking helps. forward to this theater for like three after parties now. <laughs> Maybe. And uh, we're just now realizing I have to send John a or shaft of spells, or, you know, sending spells. So, like, we totally are prepared. We know what we we're doing. We talked about that. I don't know. Did we? I, honestly, I have, I've been confused about what exactly yeah, the like, party's plan the is. Yeah, like, the whole you and Bill sitting out, or falls are sitting <laughs> so outside. So I can only imagine how the whole you feel. I thought... <laughs> I was on the same page with John. We were going to hang out, and you guys were going to confirm if... She did have it there, and we mm-hmm. sort of assume that she takes it off and stores it somewhere, and we're going to kind of tail her and find out where she stashes it. Yeah, but see, I thought we're the ones in the theater confirming that it's there, 
as long as we're not attacked and a fight breaks out, like, we might be able to find out from surrogate or whatever where it's stored, and then you guys come back in another time when not everyone's there to get it. We're gathering information, and we'll share the information, and we can figure it out, right? I thought... You're not going <laughs> to... I thought that the ladies were going to put on the dresses, which they did, and go and buy tickets, which they did, and go into the theater, which they did, and Falls and Shaft would be right behind them, invisible. <laughs> That's what I thought was happening. Yeah, but because, I was uh, <laughs> Pass Without a Trace lasts 10 minutes, and Invisibility They're lasts They're just waiting hour, for right? me to be like, it's go time. So as soon as, yeah, as soon as you say, yeah, we're ready, then we go uh, Yeah, I think we need to wait. And we don't know how long this play yeah. is. Hell, we missed half the first part of it. Well, see, that's, <laughs> I mean, uh, that all makes sense. But that, that is funny because then the expectation was that potentially the ladies would sit down and watch the whole play. <laughs> like, no, yeah. Which, this, this I didn't think that was what's, what the plan was entailing at all. Or like even a plan like C or like a plan D is, well, we, we're, we're here. We paid for the tickets. <laughs> it's a good show. show. We don't want to miss it. If it's this. a good show, you watch it. If not, you leave. I foresee us, like let's say surrogate even knows where it's at or something or can tell us some information. Like I foresee us going back in the theater because for show we want to look like business as usual. But I send a message to sh- to Shaft. Yeah, if if yeah. Hannah or any of Hannah's underlings notice us there, and then all of a sudden we're gone, and then all of a sudden the amulet's gone, things get hairy. Exactly. Like freaking, can you still teleport, or is that something you lost when you hexploded? When I you could never teleport. When you got your reg. I thought you got. Misty I thought step. you got teleporting. Uh, <laughs> I have a ring of Misty Step. Um. I don't think I have the Misty Step spell anymore. Was it Invisibility? You can cast Invisibility. Invisibility, yes. Okay, so, like, worst comes to worst, I snap to Shaft, you go invisible, or, like, he snaps to me. Like, we've got options for if things happen. But, like, I don't have weapons, which is scary. Yeah, if shit goes down, you pop to me, you get your hammer and everything. It really depends on what Leland does to us in this intermission. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, if we were in there invisible, standing in the back, and then everything went down, she would pop over to me, which I guess would be 50 feet. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I'm getting out of here. (laughs) Dink. Three chairs over. (laughs) Shaft and Falls are sitting there in the empty seats watching the play. One action, I guess, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> she goes from seat 19 to seat 18 what the hell oh hey how you guys doing this great play <laughs> so uh what if shafton falls and just died and then we're resurrected would that deal with sardo oh that's the question i'm not oh, sure uh, that's a plan i'm willing to execute me and us a uh gentle repose spell right <laughs> <laughs> so I, so Mia Mia can revivify. Yeah, I revivify. But I I will so which has to be done within a minute. I'm gonna say that uh, a minute of them being dead is not enough to for Sardo to go away Believe because it. they're dead. Yeah, yeah. Now I will if they were dead, dead, and you used like a resurrection spell, then that could that could uh, totally solve the problem. Mm. Because the revenant will like their soul will dissipate and and move on once their task is resurrections level. Yeah, Mia, does your your brother know that? Resurrection has the possibility to like go wrong, though, doesn't it? And you come back as something else. Or am I thinking of a different Mm. spell? 
No, if the soul is free and willing, which you guys would be, like, it would return to life with all its hit points. Seventh level spell. I mean, I have fifth level spell slots. That's it. Is that the one that heals, like, if you lose an arm, it's, it's you come full, back with the arm again? full hit points, um, neutralizes poisons, cures normal diseases, doesn't remove magical diseases, curses, and the like, closes all mortal wounds, and restores any missing body parts. Here we go. I will say that, like, when the fireball killed a bunch of people, I thought about trying to revive some because I could, but, like, I think even as Mia, I was, like, trying to think, like, doing any good to do that. Like, how do you choose who to bring back? Like, that's just, I don't know, it just seemed unfair. Or did I just, like... Well, you had Pete, you had Larry. I was, yeah, I was <laughs> thinking about that, uh, uh... About that too, actually on the on the relist, and I'm like, wow, it's like, if Mia had wanted, she could have been like, revivify, revivify, revivify. Like at least maybe bring back done the paladins three, or I think. Oh, okay. Fourth level spell slots. I could have brought some paladins back, but it, I, in the moment, I was just like, I don't know how I would justify who I'm choosing. Well, you're bringing three more people back for Thor. Hey. <laughs> that's how that's how you get them into the that's how you get them into the religion. You let them die. And you bring them back. There you go. I mean, it's it's a tough way to and get then in. They it's almost like a two more people each. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and they kill and revive two more people each. <laughs> Gather around, it's, folks. Yes, yeah. Okay, I'm okay. gonna kill see, two I of see. you, but don't worry. As long as I'm Thor on the top we'll of this pyramid back. scheme. <laughs> hey, Thor's on it's, the top of that. It's just pyramid. one of those things don't you where, forget it. <laughs> like, I think we all have sessions where we walk away and, like, if we were writing a story and taking our time and editing and going over everything, like, yeah, things might change. But in moments where you're like, resource management still sort of an initiative, all these different things, yeah. like, what do you freaking do? It's tough in the moment for sure. I know there have been many occasions where. I listen back and I'm like, oh man, Falzern should have done this instead. It doesn't. I, I'm not super happy with what he did, but you know, well, the second it is one what it minute is. passes in game, like too late. Sorry, sorry, Mia. Like okay. Anyway, I'm. I'm I, uh, you guys want to be revived? We could try it. I mean, <laughs> in the uh, in the moment that uh, Igna had at perish after the counter spell. Uh, or after after that session, I was looking over stats and I'm like, oh, I just completely forgot about an ability that Igna, Igna had that more than likely actually would have got them out uh, out of the tavern even without Dimension Dooring. So it's it, it, you're totally right when it's so easy to be like, oh, there was something that could have, should have been done in the moment. I'm like, oh, I just didn't do it. Well, whatever. Ignis, Ignis toast. I don't care. <laughs> I think it made for a great moment. And honestly, if you were in any other bar other than the Tickly, like, there would have been hell to pay for you just striking down a dude. Right. Yeah. But in wrecking it like the too. inn or the yeah. tavern, they were a little bit mad, but it seemed forgivable. Like, <laughs> we let Frank know somebody was probably going to die. We kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> There's I mean, trouble coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you go into any bar and you walk up to the bartender and go, okay, look, somebody's probably going to die here soon, you get a pass. Within the <laughs> one minute, yeah, like the one minute it took Sally to come upstairs, she's like, all right, and turns around. <laughs> like, what? She's like, okay, <laughs> you four are clearly dealing with something. But also remember, like, many of the paladins have started to recognize you. Now, obviously, they have to get reacquainted with Shakara. And now we, every single time we talk to anybody that has met her in the past, I have to remember 
that she looks fucking different. Which is, I thought about honestly, buying a, a red wig. <laughs> yeah, wig yes. <laughs> Legit. I was just going to say, you have to wear something that I can physically look at you and remember that somewhere. you look differently. <laughs> Anything. Even if it's like a, like a ribbon on your headphones or something. Oh, uh, dude. I, I can put on. Can you imagine us all cosplaying <laughs> our characters? That would be so fun. Some people do it. That would be cool. Yeah. I want my topaz eyes. <laughs> but can I grow like a foot? <laughs> Somehow. I think you need to grow a couple of feet. <laughs> <laughs> How tall is Mia? Oh, she's not a couple feet taller than me. I bet she's like pushing like six and a half feet tall at least. How short do you think I am? <laughs> uh, less than five feet, aren't you? No, I'm like five three. Uh, oh, let's, that's let's not, that not add inches. <laughs> oh, this okay, <laughs> that's okay. okay. That's what guys do. <laughs> Euphemia Brightwood is listed as five foot eight when I made the character, but she what? acts six. Okay. Well, that's that's she not your Asimar six foot self, eight. Though. Oh yeah, right. That's not Asimar. Uh, <laughs> Okay, okay. I've always been told I have a big personality. It's I'm just playing into that. Asimar. Okay, so Asimar. Oh, they're not that much bigger. She got a good wingspan though. I've all, yeah, I've always envisioned As um Mia as being like a a pretty big lady. Like six foot woman. Yeah. Like she's Yeah. yeah. She could me too, hold her but own six foot fight. woman isn't feet taller than me right now. I I always picture like six six. That's always what, what? I have. And same with like Shakara. Like I picture Shakara like six four, six five. Right? Like she was. Yeah. <laughs> she was. <laughs> what is Hexblood Shakara? Hexbloods are small to medium size, so she's under six foot now. Average height for uh, feet. Like a respectable five eleven. Female <laughs> yeah. Asimars yeah. up to six foot one. Male up to six foot six, according to Forgotten Realms wiki. Well, good thing this is a spara. Yeah, Asmars can be twelve <laughs> Home feet tall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> feet taller than humans. Do we want to talk about the question for Denny? Well, Denny can't answer. Denny, how do you feel about all the airtime you're getting? Isn't it nice? Falsey kept you in that bag with a grumpy man for so long. <laughs> It's been fun to use Denny. I'm uh, I'm liking Denny being a more a part of the show. And I mean, holy friggin' convenient for when you want to get to somewhere fast. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Pretty sweet. Yeah. And you you can clean up with them. <laughs> you can clean up. Clean, with them. You can clean up with them. <laughs> Multi-purpose broom. If you want, if you want to be really stealthy and quick, you can fly at ground level and wipe your tracks behind you as you go. <laughs> all you, you do is you and Shaf on the broom you make all three of you invisible pass out a trace no one can <laughs> and you right? zoom down the street yeah. <laughs> I don't know how listening back I heard it but I didn't hear as we played the whole like landing lower for Shaf to reach the ground <laughs> I never heard and it was mentioned several times I never heard it when we were playing I don't know how I missed it that's li and literally everyone else was chuckling and I wasn't I was the only one not laughing I must have just like been la la land didn't Denny kind of um smush your cajones at one point yeah Racked yeah <laughs> <laughs> Again with the good show. Uh, I know how it's pronounced. <laughs> hey, people say foyer, okay? 
But I like that Denny like learned and landed lower I, for him. I like, grew up saying four. Yeah, it's our, I mean, I, I get it. Like I, I <laughs> yeah, we also grew up and still say woof. The wolf, <laughs> but like. I come from Foyer Canada, is where French is a, is a second language, so obviously I'm going to have a little bit of an advantage in pronouncing French words. <laughs> There's a town near us called Milan and Versailles and Vivi. Versailles, which are all they, French words. Yeah, yeah. Instead of they pronounce Milan. it Versailles, <laughs> Milan, Versailles. Versailles. <laughs> I mean, right. yeah, that's like the the street in Detroit when we were downtown. It's we call it Vernier Highway. It's Vernier. But Vernier, yeah. in Vernier. <laughs> We've been playing together for for three years now, so now we're saying the southern side of the roof. Well, uh, Leland continues to say roof. escape. Roof. I mean, I can't not say escape. I'm sorry. That's how it comes out. Southern, I can maybe correct to southern, but escape is just escape. I have been known to be starting to adopt escape myself, actually. I said cavern once, once okay, <laughs> I'll admit it. It does have more impact, I will say that. You're the escape, right? Yes. You really are pounding that word Look, home. You emphasize the E because they're exiting. That's what it stands for. Oh, okay. That's what escape that stands sense. for. It says exitscape. That's what it's, it's a short form of exitscape. It's actually a portmanteau. Not a lot of people know that. Escape is a portmanteau of exit and escape. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. I'm Leland Studio. <laughs> All right. Anything this else we're going to talk Leland about before sense. we uh, pop? Because we're, we're our, our, our three year anniversary is coming up. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yep. We we're doing a. We're going to do something about that, right? On a stream on we're April gonna, 2nd. We're going to do a live Twitch stream. Yes. Wait, does this come out before that or after that, actually? This doesn't come out for like two weeks. Well, it's uh, the Yeah, it'll come now. out. For, it'll come out before. 28th. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am. Yeah. Okay, good. Boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, stay yeah, tuned. Yeah. Follow the Incorrigible Party on Twitch. Yeah, every Sunday, Dying with the Detmers or Detmer versus Detmer. That's right. And you could go back in on uh, YouTube and like and subscribe there like everybody asked Hot you to Hot diggity. Do. Yeah. Smash like. Well, like, if you can't make bell. it for the live Twitch stream, like, listen to us shoot the shirt and on video and, uh, yeah, on YouTube. Watch Highly recommend. There. John and Emily have had some very entertaining You streams. have to see Bill's handsome face. Highly recommend. Yeah. You guys are talking about two different things. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll put a picture of Bill's handsome face yeah, up on yeah. the stream. I will. That way we cover all the bases. Okay, Bill, you need to send us a picture. We got to do this now. Do you want me to send you a picture of my big rash? Oh, no. 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 Don't. no. Okay. no. It's still there. I thought for sure you were going to say big rack. And I was <laughs> it's, it's slowly healing, but it's still there. Say it again. Say it again. Pustules. Pustules. No. No. Bad word. <laughs> I've been John and Shaft. Oh. See, I don't mind moist, but pustules. Yeah, yeah oh, I think I God. just like moist. Gave you the you missed the cue. You missed I gave the, you the cue. This is that the type was, of after party that cue. we could we could uh, we could stick with this content for till two hours, and I'm fine with this. This is the after party that never ends. <laughs> no, we gotta hit the two pustules. hour mark. This is what they're here for. <laughs> I've been Emily and Shakara. I can't take twenty more minutes of pustules. <laughs> You're up, Elena. Hey, I have my part. I did. I already did mine. <laughs> All right. <It's> so terrible. <laughs> We're waiting on you. You have to leave it all in. <clears throat> I'm sorry, but now I have to add something. It's gone long enough that I have uh, to talk now. Yes. <laughs>
before this batch of three, I do want to actually say that this was a really great batch of three episodes. <laughs> and I will say that before. No, but like, I'm actually being sincere this time. It. I'm actually being sincere. <laughs> before, <laughs> be- no, because before this three, like this batch of three and getting to play regularly with you, because now we're actually keeping up a regular play schedule. They're like, I'm, I'm, I'm jazzed about a spar again. Cause I mm. was waning on like, Ugh, I'm just kind of almost done with the spar, but I'm back in now. Not that I was waning on the show in general, just like, okay, we're in a spar still. <laughs> I don't know. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I'm you excited would like about us it to be like, in outer space with Neogis. I get it. If you could just get to the mountains, just <laughs> 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 well, that's good to hear. Burnout's a thing, and yeah, I mean, we've been in a spar for a long time. Well, we had a really crazy from Halloween till Valentine's Day was a really yeah, it was, you know, it was rough, rough yes, time for yeah, or all yeah. of us. And now I think we're back on a schedule and getting back into the swing of things. Yeah, and it's been good. I've been really now we're jazzed. I've been really enjoying playing uh, playing more regularly. Yep. Okay. Great. Where were we? We're at Elena. Elena yeah. Star. <laughs> I'm Elena. I play beyond. I'm very jazzed about a spark. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell by the perfect. tone of my voice? It was perfect. <laughs> I've been Bill I, and Falterin. <laughs> the pauses. There's a pause for dramatic effect. I nailed it. <laughs> Happy adventure. Happy adventure. Happy adventuring. At least we always end laughing. It's better than ending crying. No, I can do Shikara. I can't do Izzy, I don't think. It's a two-hour audiobook, so you'll never get through it. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you guys. I love that look you're giving me right now. I hate you guys. (laughs) Bringing off-mic jokes on mic. Freaking knew you would. I didn't think it would be John, but all right. Okay, let's... (laughs) Let's move on to one. Let's move on to one forty. Let's move on. This is going to be two hours. Uh, let's move on. Shut we finally. Up. <laughs> oh my God. I have to cut all that. You got to live with her. I, I can say anything I want. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is how we make shorter episodes: is we just put in a bunch of shit I have to cut. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we get our bloopers, though. So. That's true. <laughs>